cliffcentral.com. Here's something from Lindan Dooley, and I'm going to bring this on while we bring George on. I wanted to share that I'm such a fan of George and the Auto Central podcast. I used his company as a case study on my MDP assignment. I'd like to wow. th- I'd like to thank George. Oh, wow. I'd like to thank George for inspiring me. Isn't that nice? That just came through now from Lindan Dooley. How's it, George? Hey, Gareth. Thank you, Lindy. That's, that just made my Friday. No, Besides great. being with the Central team. Well, it's nice to see you, dude. I'm very sorry to hear about your dad. I mean, that's, you know, oh. this is just it's such a shit time. And there's so many people who are going through what you've gone through. But just from our side, you know, you're part of our family. Condolences. Thank you. Thank you, Gareth. I appreciate it. Uh, my, my dad was a giant of a man. And, uh, you know, even at the age of 76, I feel like his life was taken early. Well, I mean, you know, he's he's bound to have been because uh, I, I, I can't imagine you coming from from some uh, backward semi achiever. Yeah, I just can't see that happening. Yo, so, George, uh, sorry. Before we get going, I have to tell you, my cousin said some things which can't be said even in R eighteen movies about you. So, shout out to you for being the most handsome man in the world and uh, and being an inspiration. But uh, she is. She said you're maybe the best looking. Uh, verbatim, you're, you're definitely the best looking white guy in the world. Who is? <laughs> it's the camera. It's right. the camera. <laughs> so, George, um, we've got lots to catch up on since we missed out on seeing you last week. What have you got on the agenda for us this morning? We've got, uh, we've got a good 15 minutes with you. Give us the, the lowdown. Lovely. So, uh, I don't know if you saw the news article, but it is now illegal to purchase petrol at a, uh, a filling station um, and put it in, into a container. Hmm. So, the mm-hmm. Department of Resources and Energy has announced the regulation that it is now illegal for motorists to purchase petroleum products in containers. Mm-hmm. It was Gazette Thursday the 15th. Now, that brings about a whole bunch of complexities because – um, you know, while you don't necessarily fill up your container to take it to your car to fill up your car, and I bet you that they're doing this because, um, you know, they're trying to stop things like petrol bombs or uh, maybe the lack of fuel, I don't know. But um, it creates problems for me um, uh, and people like me that have uh, other activities like flying airplanes, riding quad bikes, um, uh, riding Mowing the lawn. Mowing the lawn, exactly. So now, what do you what do you what do you need to do? You need to siphon the petrol out of your car. That's stupid. Okay, but let let me ask you this: Is it is this only a temporary measure? Maybe because people have been st- doing stupid shit like putting mm. petrol into into checkers bags. We know that uh, you yeah. know this was even happening in America during those uh, riots and and in parts of the country. So people fill up like a checkers bag with petrol, and then they have a ciggy, and then the whole thing blows up, and they get they turn into a human torch. That, that's the stupid stuff they're obviously trying to prevent. And they're also trying to prevent panic buying where people are filling up huge containers and then driving off with them. If you have a, a huge petrol container, you're basically driving with a bomb on the back of your car or bucky that mm. just needs some spark and it ignites. And then there's huge shit to pay. So that's obviously the reason they're doing it. Do you think they're going to stop this, though, after all this craziness has been arrested? They could, they could very well because, it, you know, the, 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 the website that, uh, um, you know, laid out these regulations does say it's in the interest of public safety in relation to the ongoing uh, uh, unrest. So, so you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, and it's, right. and it's the right thing to do for that reason. But yes. when they write these laws, they should really qualify it because 
you know, there are responsible people in the world that uh, uh, do the do fill up uh, jerry cans or petrol cans in the right way to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to do the things that they do in their lives. Well, then, I mean, let's draw that distinction. But, you know, again, the law has to apply equally to everyone. So if during this time we have to find other ways of doing what we used to do, then that's probably that's probably acceptable. I don't think anyone's looking at it going, well, you can never, ever you know, get away with this kind of thing right now. You you know, people's safety is probably a priority. But I hear you, George. I, I, I think that's a fair that's a fair argument. But I have a problem, Gareth. Yeah. I can't stifle fuel out of my electric car. <laughs> but but George, all, is it, first 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 world problems yeah yeah is there any um sort of uh clause for like what if a 21 year old au pair is stuck with someone six year old on the highway at six o'clock at night <laughs> well, I, I, I suppose that's to gareth's point you know the lowest apply equally to everybody you know that's the nice thing about Mbulelo. he's always looking out for the upper classes no, <laughs> what do you expect me to do? Uh, raise my own kids. Get the bloody hell out of here. I got a brunch in the morning. <laughs> you, you could honestly, if you were like a garden service or something like that, you could pester the petrol station every seven minutes by coming up with your empty weed eater yeah. or your empty lawnmower Listen, until I, eventually they'll be I like, mean, geez, again, just take a cab. You know, government like love making rules. So you, you don't like the uh, violence that is perpetrated by a section of the community because they're criminals. So you ban guns. You don't like mm. tires on cars because they could be used to block roads. So you ban tires. I mean, you can't ban things. Government has got to get their head out of their ass at some point. I'm not a fan of any of these rules. You know that. Um, and then here's a good point being made by by Gareth. He says, "No fuel for generators during load shedding?" Question mark. Oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, yeah. Such yeah. a great point. Right. And how many people mm-hmm. have bought generators so that they wouldn't have problems thinking, "Oh, I can always get fuel." Huh. Man. No, no. no. Wow. You're going to have to siphon it out of your car, Gareth. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. All right. If you drive a diesel, well. That's an even bigger problem. Um, so uh, I remember we spoke a while ago about the Pothole Brigade or the uh, Pothole Patrol, as they called themselves, um, yeah. and led by uh, Dial Direct and Discovery. And, uh, Gareth, you commended them on uh, you know, getting involved in fixing these, these potholes. Well, yes. um, they have fixed 10,000 potholes since May 2021. Wow. Or should I say road defects, 2,500 potholes. They've, they've, they've fixed about 10,000 road Again, I can't, I can't say enough good things about people who are doing things like that and companies that are doing it. Will you please all shut up about white monopoly capital until you fix 10,000 potholes? Then I'll take you seriously. So, uh, so good on Discovery and Dial Direct. I think, uh, I think they're doing a brilliant, brilliant job there. Um, and then here's an interesting story, uh, Gareth. And, uh, um, you know, let me, let, me, let me lead you into the story first and then, uh, um, and then give you the punchline at the end. Um, there was a woman who ran 49 traffic lights and one sp- had one speeding violation in, uh, in China. Now, um, the story isn't important in relation to the speeding violations. So what this woman did was uh, uh, she wasn't very happy about being dumped by her boyfriend, oh. who was an Audi owner. Oh, okay. So to exact revenge, this lady by the name of Lou allegedly 
And I don't know, I wonder why they always put that word allegedly. Enlisted the help of a man named Chen. Lu and Chen. He rented. <laughs> Sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. Okay. Lu Chen. Um, <laughs> who rented Quinn. Quinn was her, her now ex-boyfriend's car. Who rented Quinn's Audi for an unspecified uh, period of time. Yeah. Chen then gave the car to another man named Zhu. Lu Chen Zhu. Huh? Lu Chen Quinn uh, Zhu. Let's just keep track here. Lu Chen Quinn Zhu. Okay. Lu Chen Quinn Zhu. Gotcha. And then the police determined that this Mr. Zhu was responsible for the crime spree. But it turns out that uh, Zhu had a long-term romantic interest in Lu, and Lu agreed to go on dates with him if he drove the car like he stole it. Okay, so basically... <laughs> Drive it like he stole it. So Lu Chen Quinn Zhu Lu. That's how it works. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and the Zulus... Heard Zhu and Lu at the end of that and went, oh, the violence is over. We are everywhere. We are, ev we are international. Everywhere. We are international. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> In, international. Nice. This was, yeah, this only happens in China. Don't, uh, the story doesn't tell us whether, you know, who got arrested, but I'm pretty sure that if the laws are anything similar to South Africa, the driver of the car is responsible, not the car owner. Yeah, you know, just please can you keep your relationship makeups and breakups to yourself? Do not make yourself a public nuisance. You remember we had that story not so long ago, that person who drove into a restaurant with their car because their girlfriend had broken up with them and she was having supper there or something? Stop it. Nobody cares about your relationship. No one. No one. Do not make yourself a public nuisance, Lu Chen, Quinn, Zhu, or Lu, because you've got a problem. Yeah, sort that it, shit out. Are sort that shit out in your own time and in your own space. Stop fucking with the rest of us. We are not interested in your romantic ups and downs. Fuck off. <laughs> and will all the lose just stay away from the zoos, and we we can sort up this whole mess. <laughs> because it's international. Right on. <laughs> I like it. And then very lastly, Gareth, the science of the new car smell. So oh, uh, um, oh. I don't know talking about this before, but uh, uh, the new car smell um, actually comes from the plastics and the uh, the leathers and uh, the 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 uh, the way the sun extracts those smells out of those uh, um, different materials within the car. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe what people didn't know was that uh, the, the new car smell is actually a researched thing. And uh, OEMs um, get companies uh, to do what's called an IQS, an initial quality hold on, survey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just OEMs? Original equipment manufacturers, the okay. guys that actually design and make the cars. And IQSs? Initial quality survey. Thank you. Get all corporate. Okay. Don't it, get all corporate speak on. Don't get corporate it, speak on us on a Friday morning, George. Take oh, it no, easy. No, no, the least corporate person on the planet is me. Oh. So one of the metrics in this initial quality survey <laughs> is the new car smell. Yeah. And uh, uh, um, it goes. Uh, it, so the, the the original equipment manufacturers want to know whether the smell, um, from a consumer perspective, will put the consumer off, or not put the consumer off, or or be pleasant. I mean, I don't know if you've ever climbed in an elevator or lift. I avoid lifts nowadays because of uh, the coronavirus. But uh, climbed in a lift, and uh, you get the whiff of somebody's really terrible smelling uh, cologne or uh, no or farts. Usually, it's farts. Mm. It gets it's, into it's, like the back of your brain. 
No, it's horrible. Farts. farts are the problem in lifts because people fart and then they, 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 they <laughs> come on, you know, they do. They fart. But you know what? That... They get out of the lift and then you get in not knowing that it's just been vacated by a farter and you have to stu- you stuck with that fart for like three floors. I dated someone who had the most disgusting level of hygiene in his car. Ugh. It was permanently filthy, and you could scrape the dirt from the bottom. And one day I thought I'd surprise him, and I took it for a car wash, like a full, like the yeah. full treatment. Sure. He was so upset because of the smell of the new, you know, they spray that stuff onto your dashboard <laughs> and things. Yes. He was so upset with me because of that new smell. So it's, yeah, people are sensitive about this stuff. Yeah, um, and we spoke about the the the, the fact that uh, Chinese people don't like the new car smell. So, hmm. so chi- cars in China they actually try and get rid of the new car smell. Hmm. Ah, nice. maybe that's what okay. Zhu did to lose car, and that's yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that I just want to know. Which... And now it's all about faction violence. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and, I want to know. Yeah, I the know triads which, are in. I want to know which one of those assholes works for the Chinese government and released the Wuhan flu on the rest of us, and then we can get oh. back our year and a half. Now, now. Waste. No, no, no. <laughs> China, China no, no, must... Don't accuse a zoo I'm, of I'm, a Wu issue. That, that's finishing. a Wu issue. I'm sorry. I am. Yeah. Finishing the show on a on a powerful and high note today. China must pay, and the, the, this is this is how I want to finish this week. It's been a hectic one, week. W- one extra video from me, yes. looting video. Yes, was um, an Afrikaans guy who was doing the filming, <laughs> and there are members of the community who've now stepped in yeah. on these streets that are covered in filth and plastic bags and debris, and are cleaning it up themselves so that they can start rebuilding. Mm. And the guy who's filming says, uh, you, you, where did you get these buckets? Where did you get the brooms? Did someone give them to you? And the guy pulls down his mask, a black guy, and says, actually, sir, I'm a concerned member of society. I'm, I'm just serving my community, and I've, I've brought my own broom. And... Uh, I'm uh, sweeping up so that we can start rebuilding. Magic. Yeah, you see, don't judge a book by its cover. You've learned that today from Sivan Gessi. You've learned it from George. You've learned it from uh, Leanne. And you've learned it from Mubulelo and I. So we will see you on Monday. Have a happy weekend, everybody. Be good. Nice to see you again, George.